You're listening to a City on a Hill podcast. We'd love you to use and share this podcast, but please refrain from editing the content without permission from City on a Hill. If you'd like to know more about our church, or if you'd like to donate to the work of City on a Hill, please visit cityonahill.com.au. Hello, everybody. My name is Joe Ash. For those of you who I haven't met, I think there are some people that I haven't met. I'd love to meet you afterwards. Um, I'm a volunteer pastor here at City on a Hill Surf Coast, and it's exciting to be opening the Bible and talking about that with you all today. Um, I might just pray, and then we'll get into it. Uh, thank you, God, that uh, we get to all come and meet here today. Uh, thanks uh, for Jesus that we just read about, that Lisa read about. Thanks that um, he is so big and so powerful and so good that it changes the whole world. God, I pray that you would help us uh, just now to um, all of us, but especially the kids, to understand something more about who you are and what that means for how we live in this world. And um, I pray that you would be with me today um, if I say things that are helpful, please help them to be remembered. And if I say things that are not helpful, um, please help us all to quickly forget those things. Um, God, I pray these things in your name. Amen. Um, so, Tasha's already introduced uh, what we're doing a little bit. We're speaking, we've got a series on Colossians at the moment. We've got five weeks on Colossians um, in the run-up to Christmas. So there's been a couple of, this is week three on Colossians. We've got two more to come. Um, But this one is especially geared for our kids. So adults, oh, that sounded bad. Um, Adults, I hope that you get something out of this too. I hope that you do, but I've geared this talk especially for our kids. What we're doing here today, uh, what I'm doing here today, um, is really what happens inside our church normally as part of the kids program. As Tash mentioned, we're just bringing that outside today and it's a little bit different because all of you are watching and listening and participating but really uh, this is what happens each week in our kids program so if you have kids um, or you're thinking about having kids or you wonder what goes on in there this service this intergen service you can come and sit up here just uh, that'll be good um, is a is a view into that oh you want to go for the in the candy canes yeah um, so kids all of the kids come up with Chester do you want to sit here because I'm going to do some stuff that I need your help with do you reckon you can come up here and help me Good job, Chester. You beat them all. You knew what the, you knew what the go was, didn't you? <laughs> so if you just sit sit here, so because I'm going to talk to you, yeah. So if you sit here and face me, just like you were. Yep. Well, I'll go back. Yep, that'll work. All right. Awesome. So kids, we've been looking at a book called or something called Colossians. Have you been learning about Colossians? Yeah. Yeah, what's Colossians? What is it? Go, Noah. A book that Paul wrote. Paul wrote. Who was Paul? Do you remember who Paul was? Yeah? His old name was Saul. His old name was Saul. Then he became Paul. Yep, so that he could teach people about Jesus, hey. And why did Paul write this letter to the Colossians, do you reckon? So they can talk about Jesus, that's right. He wanted to teach the people at a place called Colossae. In the, it's an old city. Um, he wanted them to know all about Jesus. So he wrote this book to them, this letter to them. It's like a letter. Um, 
that so they could learn about Jesus. And it's in our Bible so that we can keep learning those same things about Jesus. Hey, that's how it's that's how the Bible's written. Lots of the the Bible in the New Testament is letters that Paul wrote to people, to churches, so that they could learn about Jesus. And you know those five verses? Lisa just read five verses that were all about Jesus. I reckon those five verses are some of the, they're almost the most important words that are ever written down in the whole world. Is that pretty cool, do you reckon? Yeah, I reckon those verses that we read are almost the most important verses in the whole world, the important th most important thing that's ever been written down by anyone ever. Do you know why? Because it teaches us all about who Jesus is. And Jesus changes everything. He changes our whole world, the whole world around us, and he made us and he can live in us. And we can learn so much about Jesus from these five verses. Last week, Matt, does Matt come and do things with you in City Kids sometimes? Yeah. yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. He talked about how Jesus is even better than the angels. Because he, did you know that Jesus even made the angels? That's pretty cool, hey? But this week, we're going to look at just one verse in the, out of these ones, out of these, those ones that Lisa read. It says, He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is before all things. And in him, all things hold together. So we're just going to look at he is before all things. Who do you reckon it might be talking about when it says he is before all things? God. God, yeah. Yeah, Jesus, especially Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Um, so it says that he is before all things. Jesus is before all things. When do you reckon, kids, that Jesus came alive? No, when, when? Go, Lucky. When do you reckon he came alive? Don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. The start of everything. Any other ideas when Jesus came alive? Go, Gracie. Can't remember. At Christmas? Yeah, I reckon a lot of people think that he was born before born. He came alive at Christmas time. I reckon there's a game that we can play. I reckon there's a game that we can play to learn about when Jesus came alive. Because you know that he was there even before Christmas time. That's a bit crazy. But we're going to play a game to help figure it out. And to, um, that's a secret. You have to find out later. <laughs> so to play this game, we need some adult volunteers. We need adult volunteers that don't mind if your relative age, age relative to other people, we need four volunteers, is disclosed. We don't have to know the number of how old you are, but your age relative to others will be disclosed in this game. So if you don't want that to be known, then, then don't volunteer. <laughs> Just a disclaimer. So any volunteers? Four volunteers. Otherwise, I'll start calling people. Yeah, awesome. One, two, Annie, Matt, awesome. One more. Well, someone, let's get, yeah, awesome, Brett. Charlie, you can be a volunteer. Yeah, two, that'd be cool. So let's have five. All right. So if you guys all line up just along here, just in any, just in a row here. Yeah. <laughs> and Charlie, you get in the line too. All right. So the rest of you kids, you come around here, kids. No, you've got to get in the sun for a second. Just a second. All of you come here. This is the game. You've got to figure out. Oh, we can have all of those. There's lots of people in the line. Now, kids, you've got to get, starting at Matt, the youngest person, put where Matt is. Like, you've got to shuffle the people around. And the oldest person where um, Annie is, yeah? 
So, so let's. Who do you reckon is the youngest out of all these people in a row? Yeah. <laughs> or Louis? Chester or Louis? I reckon. Well, you got to pick. You got to pick. You reckon it's Louis? All right. Maybe Mum can go with Louis. That because that might be bad otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, it's a duo. Yeah. All right. Who do you reckon might be next? Chester. Do you reckon Chester? All right. We'll move Chester. Chester. Hey, can you come stand over here, buddy? Can you stand next to Louis? Yeah. Matt's started the slide already. Matt's sliding down that end. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who do you reckon is next oldest? Levi. 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 All right, Levi. You got to go this way. Slot in there, buddy. Slot in there. Who's next? Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> All right. Who do you reckon's next? Do you know everybody's names? Who? Maybe everyone should just say their name. Matt. Blake. Annie. All right. Who's next out of Matt, Blake, and Annie? Blake. Blake, do you reckon? All right. And who's next? <laughs> I did put a disclaimer out there at the start of this game. <laughs> All right. Do you reckon that we've got it right? Do you reckon we've got it right? Let's see. Maybe everyone can just tell me how old they are, so in case they don't care. I reckon, how, how, old's, how old is, oh, you go up there. Two and a half. How old are you, Chester? How old's Chester? More only two and a half also, but the 15th of May. 15th of May? Was Louis before or after 15th of May? <laughs> oh, ish. They're about the same. That's a tricky one. Levi, how old are you? Five. Five? How old are you, Charlie? Seven. Seven? Thirty. Thirty. 40? Yeah. 40 February. 49, mate. <laughs> oh, no, I've already turned 40. All right. Oh, We've got okay. some shuffling. There's a, it's pretty close there. <laughs> but, so, kids, that's pretty cool, isn't it? We've got them in the right order now. But do you know that when Jesus came, how did Jesus come into the earth when we sort of first think about Jesus? He came as a baby, even smaller than Levi or Chester or Louis. He was even smaller. But do you know that really he should, so he would have been right at this end. We would put him right at this end, wouldn't we? Because he's the youngest. But really, he should be even older than Matt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because Jesus was, before there was even any world, Jesus existed. Isn't that awesome? He was up in heaven. That's right. Thank you, adults. You can take a seat now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so kids, take a, come and take a seat. So, so kids, Jesus, Jesus, we think that Jesus came alive at Christmas time. And if we played that game, we'd put him as a little baby as the youngest. But he's actually the oldest. He's actually the oldest. Before there was anything in the whole world, Jesus existed. Hey, that's pretty cool. So what do you reckon? What do you think happened then? When Jesus came as a baby, like when we think about Jesus, if he was there even older than Matt, if he was even older than that, then he was a baby, what happened? How did that happen? What do you reckon happened then? He came to save our sin. That's right. That's a good answer, Liebster. Do you know what? I reckon I can use something else to help us understand what happened. Yeah, let's have a look what's in here. So we're trying to understand what happened. If Jesus was a baby, but he's actually older than Matt, what happened when he became a baby? 
Let's pretend that this is Jesus, right? Up in heaven. Does everyone know what this is? It's a sleeping bag, yeah? It is pretty crinkled, yeah. And it's, is this kind of pretty big? Do you reckon you could fit inside this sleeping bag? But it's definitely a sleeping bag though, isn't it? It's definitely a sleeping bag. It's pretty warm. I don't reckon you'd want to get in this sleeping bag today. I reckon, kids, can you help me put this sleeping bag inside this bag? Do you reckon it's going to fit inside this little bag? Do you reckon it will fit in? No, it's pretty tiny. All right, let's see. Come and help me put it in. Let's see if we can get in. Good job, Lockie. See if you can put it in. It won't get in, you don't reckon? It will get in. Sorry, adults, while you're watching. We're we're busily stuffing a sleeping bag at the moment. Yeah. Do you reckon it's going to go in? Yes, it is going to go in. It's pretty tricky, isn't it? So if this sleeping bag is like Jesus when he's up in heaven, do you reckon all of Jesus when he's up in heaven? Do you reckon it could he could fit into like a little tiny baby? Yes. Do you reckon he could? He can do anything. He can do anything. Yeah. I reckon it'd be pretty tricky, just like stuffing a sleeping bag is pretty tricky. Hey. Adults, this um this illustration is actually part of the um cur curriculum that City Kids put together that um City on a Hill Central. Made who preached here last week. Um, he helps kind of organise what all the city kids, what the different churches say at city kids. Um, and this was his idea, which is pretty cool, I reckon, hey? It's a good insight into the sort of teaching that the kids get on a week-to-week -week basis. All right, we're nearly in. Do you reckon you can shove it in, Nate? All right, I reckon, all right, let me see if I can get the lid on. Yeah, we did it. We did it. Look at that. Look, it fits, doesn't it? Or oh, we can maybe even get it a little bit smaller if we put this one over. Do you know who I reckon would be have been good to help us with this? Jesus. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> that seems like the answer to the everything, doesn't it? I reckon Jemima would be really good at this. That's one of Jemima's jobs is to go camping with kids all the time. But look at that. That big sleeping bag, now it all fits in here. Is it still a sleeping bag now? It is still a sleeping bag, isn't it? Is it much smaller? Yeah. It's much smaller, yeah. That's like what happened with Jesus. He was big and he was in heaven and he was everywhere. But all of Jesus, just as much as he was still God, he was God up in heaven, just like this is a, still a sleeping bag, Jesus was still God in a tiny little package that came as a baby. That's cool, isn't it? And so when he was a baby, he was still fully God. He was still all of God but he was all of a person, just like us too. He was 100% God, and he was 100% person. He's the only person who could ever do that in the whole world. So he's like sort of like the 200% man, because he's 100% God and 100% a person. Isn't that cool? Yeah, and he's very, very old, yeah. What do you think that all of that means for us, kids? He's pretty old, I reckon it means he's pretty old. He, he's very, very old. Yeah, that's enough, Noah. That's enough. He's so big. Yeah, he's so big. I reckon, do you think because of all of that, there's anything that happens that surprises Jesus? I don't reckon there's very much that surprises Jesus, hey? He is, yeah. It means that, that's enough. I'll ask you when to talk, all right, kids? It means that he's God. It means that Jesus is God. And I reckon it means because he's so big, and so powerful, 
I reckon it means that it's a good idea to listen to what he says. All right, that's enough, Nate. Shh. So that's what that first bit of the verse means. He is before all things. He, Jesus existed before anything else existed. Not just at Christmas, we think, when we think of that. When at Christmas time, all of God packed into a little tiny baby, but he actually existed before all things. The next thing, the next sentence in that verse is, or in him, all things hold together. After Jesus left, is Jesus still on the earth? Do you reckon, kids? Dad. Yes, he is. Yeah. Is he still here as a person on the earth? No, no he's not, is he? Where did he go? Heaven. heaven. He went up to heaven. Yeah. Yeah. But so is, he, is Jesus gone? Do you think Jesus is still doing anything now? Yeah, he is. What do you think he's doing? Making more babies. No, I don't know about that. What do you reckon he might be doing? This verse, the verse that I just read gives us a clue. It says, in him all things hold together. He's holding everything together. He's holding everything together. It means that Jesus is still working in the world today, holding everything together. What do you think it means to hold all things together? He holds the world. Holds the world, yeah. I reckon it kind of means to make things work. Hey, who makes everything? Who who makes everything work at your in your house at home? Mum and dad. Mum and dad. I reckon in our house it's just mum. Mum makes things work at home. Yeah. I reckon in our house mum holds all things together. Yeah. Yeah. In your house, I reckon your dad helps too. Yeah. But in our house, if mum goes away, things go astray. <laughs> Because mum holds all things together. <laughs> but you know what else I reckon is a good way of understanding? What? Something that holds things together. Do you know what this is? An egg. An egg. What's on the outside of the egg? A shell. A shell. That's right. Do you reckon the shell holds everything that's inside it together? Yes. Yeah, it does. Hey. What happens if there's no shell? Do you reckon it would crack? Not a real egg. Well, you'll see in a minute. Do you reckon if there's no if there's no shell, what happens to the egg? Splat. Oh no! <laughs> the, sh the the shell holds it together. When there's no shell, the egg's no good anymore, is it? It just splats. It splats everywhere, and that's like Jesus with the world. This verse says, just like that. Don't touch the egg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't touch the egg. All right. All right, kids. Look at me now. Look at me. Look at me, kids. Look at me. The egg's broken now. But that, like that egg broke, this Bible verse tells us that Jesus holds all things together, just like the shell of the egg holds the egg together. And so that's a big job for Jesus, isn't it? He makes everything work. He makes the seasons work. That means we get a hot day today. He makes the oceans and the sun make rain. He makes the trees change the air so that we can breathe. He makes gravity work so that we don't go flying off into space. Jesus made all of that to start with, and he makes it keep working today. Jesus' job isn't done. He holds all things together. Do you reckon, kids, that's good, that Jesus is holding everything together? Why do you reckon that's good? Makes us have a full life. Makes us have a full life, yeah. What else do we know about Jesus? If Jesus is the boss... If, it's an, if there's another way of saying kind of that, that he holds all things together, that he's the boss, he makes things work. Hey, Isaac, Isaac, Isaac. Um, 
do you reckon Jesus is a good boss or a bad boss? A good boss. A good boss. Why do you reckon he's a good boss? Because he made the whole world. He made the whole world. He made the whole world, yeah. Yeah, that's right. But you know how I reckon I know that he's good? Even though he was big, the big boss, like the big sleeping bag, he was in heaven and he had everything. He came like a little baby in that little sleeping bag. He came because he loved us. So in the world, after God made the world, people chose to not listen to God. Hey, the word that we use for that is sin. People chose to do their own thing. They, God said to, to live a particular way, do this type of, to live in this way. Shh, just listen to me now. Yeah. Um, God said to live, and except people chose to do their own thing. And we call that sin. The word that we use for that is sin. And that meant because God up in heaven is perfect, he's so good. If he's really perfect, if he hangs out with and accepts things that are not quite perfect, that are a little bit dodgy, that would make him not perfect anymore. And Jesus didn't want that. Jesus wanted us to all be able to be friends with God. And so even though he was up in heaven and he'd made everything, he came like a baby, like a person, and he died on the cross for our sin. He died a really a death that really hurt him, a really nasty way to die because he loved us. Hey, that's how we know that Jesus is so good. He didn't just stay up in heaven and was far away. He came and he, he, even, he, he loved us so much that he would be willing to even die for us so that we could be right with God. One day he's going to come back and he'll make all things new and he's going to make all things right. One day there'll be nothing broken in the whole world because he's going to come and fix it all. What do you reckon that might mean for us, for how we live today? Do you reckon that makes a difference to us today? I reckon it does. I reckon it means that we don't have to worry about stuff and I reckon your mums and dads don't have to worry about stuff either because we have this great big God who is an awesome boss. He holds a whole world together and we know that he's a good God because he loved us to the point that he would come and die for us. I, don't, I reckon it means we don't have to worry about things and I reckon it means it's a good idea to pray to him too, hey? It means we can say thank you to Jesus for looking after us and it also means that we can ask him for help. So I reckon we might do that now, hey kids. I reckon I might pray to Jesus. I might thank him for looking after us and ask him for help too. Another really good thing to do when we talk to Jesus is to say sorry to him. If we've done things that aren't right, if we've done, if we've done anything that might be sin, that we think is sin, like we talked about, then we can say sorry to God. When we pray, we can say thank you, sorry, and help. That's a good way to talk to Jesus. Thank you, sorry, and help. If you wonder about praying, they're three good things to pray. So why don't we do that now? And then you can go and sit back with your mum and dad. That sound good? Don't touch the egg either on the way down. <laughs> All right, let's pray. Thank you, God, that you are such a good God. Thank you that you are before all things. Thank you that um, all of you fit into and was willing to come down to the earth as a baby so that we could be right with you. Um, thank you also, um, thank you also, God, that you hold everything together. Thank you that you're not a God that's far off, that set the world in motion and walked away from it. Thank you that you are still involved, actively working um, and holding things together. God, I pray that we might get to know you more and understand more of your character. Thanks for these 
couple of verses in the Bible that we've been able to focus on and learn about your character. God, I pray that, that your goodness, we might understand that more, more and more and more. Your love for us, we might understand more and more and more. And so that that would start to work its way out in our lives and the way that we live. Help us to find rest in you. Help us to find freedom from anxiety from you. Help us to live um, knowing that you love us um, and for that to change. So, yeah, just help, help that to change everything. Help us to understand it so that we can live it out. Pray all these things in your name. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to know more about our church, or if you'd like to donate to the work of City on a Hill, please visit cityonahill.com.au.